Hi, I'm Kieran Cook, and welcome to At Source Podcast, a place where natural health and well-being are at the forefront of the conversation. Gain useful insights direct from the source from doctors, industry experts, wellness advocates, and everything in between. This is a place for busy people who want to get to the core of health and wellness with information about the latest health advances and trends. In this series, we talk with and learn from inspiring leaders from all walks of life, touching on important topics that will help answer some of the key questions about natural health, well-being, fitness, and all things direct from the source. Aaron Taylor is the co-founder of health and wellness tonic brand No Ugly. Having spent a big part of his career agency side, Aaron made the decision to co-found and run his own business in 2017. No Ugly's wellness tonics are aimed at eradicating issues that often blemish our modern lives, such as skin concerns, immunity problems, poor concentration and sleep struggles. Part of the company's ethos is to use no ugly ingredients and formulate its products within a circular delivery system. It's great to um, connect with you here for the At Source podcast. We're not strangers, of course, because we met back in 2015, right? Was it 2015? Uh, uh, was it? Um... Yeah, it was about 214 or 215 when you were at Schuss and Willis. Well, that's, that's right, yeah. And you, yeah, and you were GM back there and you were you were pretty good to me. You were going to give me a bit of a shot. And um, I dived into the startup world and uh, that was, I was going to say, that wasn't, uh, that was pretty ugly. <laughs> I was going to say that wasn't. No ugly experience. That was that was uh, that was actually pretty yes ugly, uh, but I learned some pretty good skills during that time. And um, you've gone on to do some pretty interesting things over the last eight years. And I've always watched with interest what you've what you've achieved. And you've achieved some really really amazing things. Of course, you were agency side um, for those eight years, and then and for the last well the last five of those eight years, you've dived into no ugly. So. We'll, we'll jump right in, and um, of course we're here today to talk about No Ugly, yep. and um, I'd love to learn uh, first and foremost what's inspired you to start your own company, because obviously that's a very different kind of engagement. Um, you know, have you always been interested in health and wellness? That's a good question, Karen. So so my back, I guess it's best to start with my background is um, I've worked in, in advertising for for 23-odd years prior to No Ugly. So uh, I'd grown other people's brands, advertising and communications. Um, when we met, it was I was at Schuster Willis, which was a, a step out of advertising, but still in the communication space and, and PR and, and earned media. But it's still a very creative environment. So I guess mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd always... I always had in the back of my mind that I would step out of um, advertising at some stage and doing my own thing. But I, um, when when I met Joe, my wife, uh, you know, twelve years ago, we kind of always wanted our own branded product of some description, and we'd been kind of thinking about that in the back of minds and and, and looking at various opportunities over that 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 time. Um, and I thought it would be, you know, something in the in the to be honest, in the in the in the indulgence space, to be fair, because I've done a lot of beer and, and alcohol brand, kind of worked on in those categories a lot. So Joe, and um, that said, around twenty fourteen, when I kind of met you, uh, to twenty no twenty twenty thirteen to around twenty nineteen twenty, um, I was doing a lot of CrossFit, 
and and Joe's always been interested in health and wellness, but but I kind of learn a lot about um, how nutrition affects performance. And uh, at, at that stage, we were kind of tr- our, our lifestyle was getting more balanced. You know, it, when you're in advertising, mm. it can be quite hedonistic, can be quite indulgent, yeah. a, a little bit lopsided. Um, so we were, we were we were learning a lot more around it, and and also wonderful thing about agency land is you get a lot of data and you look at a lot of trends you can see what's growing and the health and wellness space was just absolutely exploding and it still is um and and particularly functional foods and functional beverages um because people are busier and and their days are shorter and they the more you know their bosses are demanding more of them so they're cutting corners on on good healthy whole food nutrition a lot um so they're wanting to get the nutrients through you know quick fire ready to drink Functional beverages, and and that in that space, uh, we looked at it was it was growing like hell, and in New Zealand, it was primarily spearheaded by kombucha, um, which is essentially a gut health product. Um, the kombucha brands have made it kind of an everyday low sugar option, but but it's it started out as a gut health product, um, and that's that's the space that we thought we could play because when we really looked at the brands and 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 health and wellness and particularly functional beverages. They weren't really brands. They were they were an active ingredient, you know. Because so, you, know, you before Remedy came along or Low Bros Kombucha came along, it was just really kombucha. Yeah. It was just yeah. you know it was just it's just a it's just a, a type of drink. Ingredient sets. Yeah. 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 So we and 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 they were quite worthy and they're very earnest and we're kind of thinking from a brand perspective, you know, where's the exciting? Where's the Red Bull of of health and wellness? Where's where's the Levi's of health and wellness? Where's you know where, where's those really cool funky brands that that we all are attracted to, particularly, you know, lifestyle brands that you can connect with and choose every day that you love to associate yourself with. You know, you choose an Apple iPhone yeah. for, for a reason. Um, so we thought that we could actually express and use our express ourselves and use our brand building skills to make a connection with people mm. um, at a brand level and set that mm. brand platform up that meant a lot to people, particularly uh, in, a, in a modern age where you've got younger consumers not tolerating lots of things. And that's where kind of the inspiration around the brand name came from, is that if you look at social media at any day of the week, um People, people are not tolerating ugly in the world. You know, you're getting. It, it might be a little bit divisive, but yet the, the younger the generation, the more they are really keen on having a a, a really healthy planet. You know, a healthy mm. healthy belief system. You know, really really good behaviours. Um, so essentially, it's That's right. it, it's kind yeah. of you know we we come up with this brand no ugly, which essentially is saying no to the ugly things in the world, and and whether it's ugly things in your body or ugly ingredients or at a brand level, ugly behaviours and beliefs. So we. So are you talking to millennials, Aaron? Millennials, well. We want you primarily want to, millennials. No, 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 no. We we talk to everybody. <laughs> we talk to everybody. Okay. Um, I'm certainly not a millennial. Um, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just <laughs> wondering where the boomers and you know I'm just thinking about that because my son when you you start talking about these nuances about you know not to, like low tolerance for ugly I'm thinking about my son and yeah like his it, kind it, of value sets and things yeah. and you know I'm an ex and and you know we, we we're an interesting crew us exes. Because some care and some don't, and I don't know about boomers whether they care. Um, you know, they're probably a mixed lot. Uh, millennials care. Mill- many, care, millennials and Gen Zers care. So, so we, we wanted a brand that was future proofed. That's my point. And mm. but but that said, you know, it's it's kind of like 
you know, the, the cool kids in town are usually a lot, lot lot younger. And as you get older, you sort of, you, you, you change your, your group of, that you aspire to be, it changes from those that are older than you to those that are younger than you. So you, you're, you're still capturing an older set. And to be honest, um, our sweet spot is, 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 a, is usually a female age 25 to 55. That is, they're, yeah. they're very yes. busy Health and wellness yes. focused, yes. and yes. and 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 understand nutrition. That's kind of our sweet mm. spot. Now, yeah. um, it's more of an attitude, to be honest, than than a, than a demographic. It's an attitude yeah. around how to what sort of lifestyle they want to want to lead. Mm-hmm. And that, but the but, that would have been a pivot for you, having come from man made creative, right? Where previously you'd been focused on male psyche, and you'd done all that deep research on, you know. Because you'd sort of recognise that you know there'd been a bit of a a kind of a gap there in the market where male male thinking and male psyche had sort of been overlooked and you know yeah look at that stage of my career I think um, there was a I thought there was an overcorrection that it was all going you know one way and I, I guess mm. it, it, it's it's more egalitarian these days it's less around the gender. It's more around yeah. an attitudinal, attitudinal, yeah, attitudinal, and it's it's less about whether you're male or female. So, um, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, more Ab- so now than ever. Yeah, I reckon, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, but that that's interesting though. You mentioned that study, study because I did that um, study and I, I interviewed a lot of people and one-on-one interviews, but also got under the skin of. Um, of, of a few really important things to do with emotions and and how it changes mm. behaviour. And so I interviewed this guy, Nathan Considine from Auckland University around uh, behaviour change and what, what and how our, you know, behaviour systems and emotions um, drive our, our behaviour. And anyway, cut a long story short, he, a lot of the insights that I gleaned from that discussion um, and the white papers that he shared with me informed how we developed um, our, our brand behaviour. So, um, and because it, it became, whilst it was a masculinity study, it, you kind of have to understand everyone before you can land on what what is driving mas- you know masculine mm. behaviour. Mm. Um, and, and so that was really interesting. So it was is so all of those kind of I guess you know when you launch something on your own, your career has you, you know you, you've done some good things in your career, you've done some not so good things, but you, you they're all building blocks to get to the point where you, where you, we've got the confidence to do. You know, take the leap. I guess is yeah. the key point. Well, I, I think just going back to tone of voice and and brand and the persona of No Ugly, I think you've nailed it. I mean, there's a, there's, I mean, I personally like the humour, the straight talk of No Ugly. You know, the way the product descriptions, yeah, the, the way you say it, how it is, and I think that's refreshing. And I think that it's it's a very relatable product, and the and the way that the descriptions work, it's unique and it's stand out. So let's talk about feeling good from the inside out. You know, sure. why do you think, you know, as a society, we sort of do undervalue our health needs? I mean, we're, we're short on sleep, you know, we're short on exercise. I mean, we, we just don't seem as humans to sort of look after ourselves. And we have this sort of this this deep need to kind of be, you know, needing products. Like you talk about this, this, this growing category where health and wellness just is, you know, booming because obviously the drivers are that it needs to be. So what's that all about? Well, I, 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 like I said before, I think people um, are, are cutting corners, unfortunately, because they're under time pressure. If you think about, you know, you know 20, 20, 30 years ago, we didn't have mobile phones. We didn't have the internet. 
you know, we didn't have these things that kept us always on. So, we, and and life was was a little bit more orthodox. Um, you know, you, you you think about people who worked literally from nine to five, and they had more time in their hands, and they probably mm. they probably did eat more whole food. Now, they, we've gone through a cycle of things fast paced, immediate. I want it urgently. I have I've got less um, tolerance. I've got short attention span. Um, so therefore, I want things quickly. I've, the expectation yeah. in society is wanting things quickly. I think there is a, there is a sea change in, in in society around moving away from getting more balance. I think there's a, there is definitely a sea change in getting more balance. I think that's why you see the emergence of of alcohol free products. Um, yes. I think people are, are you know the old, older set are, are definitely still kind of you know binge drinking um, you know. Type people and 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 probably don't look don't look after themselves so well. But I think there's a sea change in those that are younger, um, and we're seeing it in, in um, younger generations are, are, are choosing, for example, not to drink, and they they are really conscious of what they're putting in their bodies. And 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 now, like I, talk, I described that consumer before, um, those types of consumers are back label consumers they'll really interrogate the label what what's what's mm. the sugar content what sort of mm. nutrients if it says no ugly focus focus on on the bottle okay what what are the active ingredients that drive that that cognitive function you know that yeah. so they'll and they'll they'll quite often if i say that you know there's l-theanine for example in our focus drink they'll really not they'll know what that does so yeah. I, I think there's a sea change i think um people are wanting holistic health uh, they want not just one aspect of health, I th- and that, that's what drove us to develop a, a functional beverage range, as opposed to just focusing one at one aspect of the body. There's a few brands that do energy. There's a few brands that do uh, mental clarity. There's a few brands that do gut. Well, we're a brand that does the whole body holistically because everybody's needs are different from one day to the next. Um, yeah, I, I think there's, you know, and as as society. You know, you have an adoption curve, and you kind of get innovators at the bottom of that adoption curve. Then the early adopters. I think we, in the last five years, we've been playing in that space, which has been extremely niche. I think we're just getting into the sort of an early majority where that sea change is really happening, and people are understanding um, mm. nu- nutrition a lot better. This, their lives are still really fast, and they still have no time in their hands, and they're still you know cutting corners when they shouldn't. But they are when they are cut, cutting corners. They're not going for a Coca Cola. They're going for something that actually does something for them and okay. is he- and is healthy. Yeah. So you're saying that there's sort of that conscious consumers becoming more of a mainstream bandwidth. Yeah. Yeah. And so the majority, uh, there's more of a majority turning to a holistic solution as opposed to a Coca Cola. Yeah. Which is why when you say No Ugly is probably the only holistic brand in most markets in the world. You're talking about your brand being really just serving more of that A to Z approach in terms of there, yeah, there's, a, there's a there's a Kieran there's a key insight um, that we tapped quite a while ago. People are interested in health and wellness. There's no doubt. You know, the people it's on. It's, you know, it's going to be fatty in some respects, but it also is becoming um, more pervasive through society. It's, but but there's a there's a real um, bar- the barrier is, and this is what we tapped to develop our functional range of products, uh, is that people are really interested in it, but they're really confused by it. They don't know, they're not educated around it. So we've tried to make it very easy and simple um, mm. and accessible 
from a, from a financial perspective to get into health and wellness and get into, in our case, obviously, functional beverages. Now, I think that that comprehension barrier, you know, the confusion that used to be there is, is slowly the bar is lowering and people are understanding what's it, what, what products do, which is great for but us. You, yeah. yeah. But you're doing a lot of educating. I mean, I kind of watch what you do on LinkedIn and you, you, you're talking about it a lot and you're breaking it down into sort of quick little authentic clips and you're talking about your products. And I mean, you must find yourself doing that all day long. Um, oh, no, not really. We have a, we're pretty organised in the in the. <laughs> Do people activities. get it? Like you know, just some people get it really quickly, and some people don't know. Yeah. Clue. So, so there are there are it's horses for courses, and and it's like any comms mm. plan. You know, you've got a channel strategy with different content doing different things for different different audiences. Um, mm. Yeah, LinkedIn is probably a little is a little more cerebral. Um, you know, the Facebook yeah. stuff is a little bit more in your face. It's a bit more. Um, well, that clip in the robe wasn't that cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I seen some pretty intelligent I'd challenge things. that. I'd challenge that. I wouldn't call that cerebral. <laughs> I, pretty, I seen some pretty intelligent things. <laughs> that got my things. attention. <laughs> that got my attention one morning. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you touch on time poor, you know, and we talk about, we're talking about fast pace versus the power of slowness, and you're talking about there being some sort of sea change there. But, you know, we've, we we both agree that we live in a time poor world, you know, and we, we've both seen, you know, probably supermarkets supplying foods from all over the world that might not be in season, and we've probably both agree that's crazy, um, eating oranges from the US when we've got oranges here in New Zealand and things like that. But, you know, people aren't getting sort of simple, you know, the simple medicine of good nutrition from the food they're eating, right? Um, what's your journey been like on this path? I mean, you're sort of in the grocery business now, right? And I've, I've spoken to some really interesting people, like, you know, last week or the week before it was Matt Galinsky, who's an amazing chef based in Queensland. And he's a real proponent of, of whole foods and eating food in season. And he had some amazing um, insights on how to eat really simple, really clean, eat in season, tips and tricks that aren't fancy schmancy, you yeah. know, how to do that at home in a really affordable on budget way. Um, what's your sort of experience about, you know, just eating simple, you know, food, eating good nutrition? Um, and obviously your drinks, you, you know, you use some really interesting ingredients that have... Um, great vitamins and minerals and electrolytes and things, just just in terms of the chemistry of what you're providing with your, with your drinks, you know, and your priorities. Sure, sure. Look, I mean, I, I'm a real advocate for eating whole foods and food in season um, affordably. It's getting very tough these days with supply chain costs rising and, and yes. even, even the yes. things that are in season are becoming expensive. Yeah. So everybody's household grocery bill is rising and, mm. and it used to, you know, I love guys like, you know, advice around whole food eating because, you know, tip, you know historically it used to be quite expensive. To, to eat well, it used to be more more expensive. So, um, you know, that's why you're getting a lot of people just defaulting to the to the not-so-good processed products. But, yeah. but you know, we're a real advocate for that. So what, what we, we have in our products, we have a kind of a um, – we have a – 
a formula across the whole range, which is, is simply they all have to be isotonic, which means you absorb them into your bloodstream very quickly. That means the sugars and salt okay. composition has to be the same as your blood. Um, it's called an osmolality reading. We don't market that. We just make, that just makes them effective. Um, mm -hmm. It means the nutrients are absorbed very quickly. But also we have the table stakes are for every product is 10 minerals and vitamins in every single one. And then yeah. we layer over the top, we layer the active ingredients to do the specific job that we're trying to promote it against. Yeah. Um, well, that, what it's designed to do. The food science on all our products, um, we spend a lot of money on and time and effort and R&D on making sure mm. that that layering effect actually works. Um, and so the food science is rock solid. We're really proud of that. We've probably spec mm. the product a little high for the price point that they're at. So, yeah. um, and, and the reason I want Because you reference your clinical trials, you know. Yeah, yeah there's clinical, clinical trials. trials and, there's, there's, yeah. there's scientific, there's, there's loads of clinical trials. You know, you know some, some of the, the literature reviews that we've got on it, but, you know, these pages and pages of them. So that, that's that's good because it means they're effective and they're proven. Um, but we the trick is to make it affordable. Like you talk about mm. eating whole food affordably. Um, you know, we, we've technically we should probably have our product if you look at the competitive set around six to seven dollars a bottle of two fifty mils of that size. But mm. I don't think we're going to get enough consumers that are going to buy into that at that price. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's so we've kept it down to the four three fifty, four dollar mark. Now that squeezes mm. our margin. Um, supply mm. chain has made it difficult. But I think it's really important if we if our ambition is to make health and wellness and nutrition good nutrition um an, an everyday choice. Uh and that is affordable, we have to keep it there. So we're constantly battling with suppliers on keeping their prices under control. But So is that a blend of local and imported ingredients? Definitely. You're bringing, definitely. Yeah, bringing definitely. things in yeah. by sea, ingredients in by sea. Give yeah. you perspective. So give, um, so the, the, there's a few really high-spec things that are happening in our products. The, the, the multivitamin blend that is in every single product, is there's no company in New Zealand that can – deliver that blend. So that that is mm. that is created offshore, that's produced offshore mm. to a very high specification. Um, all of the juices are, are, are sourced from New Zealand. So so every, everything we can that is the backbone of the product uh, is all sourced locally. Um, the juice content and all that sort of thing, the flat and the and the and the and that drives the flavor. Um, mm. And and the natural sugars that we use, which is not this next to nothing in there, but but they're, they're you know sourced in New Zealand. And then you've got active ingredients that sometimes they're local and sometimes they're imported, depending on the on the yes. nature of the product. Um, so yeah, they are. You know, I would love it if it was just New Zealand because I'm we're we're, mm. we're big on New Zealand Inc. and 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 that's that's really important to us. But unfortunately, um, we just have the have the skills or the or the companies that can create the products that we need. For these products, you know, for, for our range. So, so from a creative premise, you know, formulating all these amazing tonics, you know, how did you sort of, I mean, talking about ingredient integrity, but from a sort of that creative premise, how did you go about formulating all of these? Um, where did you start? How, what, how did you start? What, where you start is you, start, you started at a need, need state. Need state, yeah. yeah. You started at a need yeah. state. So you think about two years ago we launched uh, No Ugly Skin, No Ugly Immunity um, and No Ugly Hydrate. That was our mm. first three functional beverages. Um, and that was everybody 
understands hydration. That's really important, particularly recovery from sport and exercise and things like that. Um, um, but also when you've been living a bit hard, people need to rehydrate and replace mm. all the nutrients in their body and electrolytes are key to that. So hydrate was an easy one. At that stage, we were in the middle of a pandemic and people were really worried about their immune system and things. So mm. we went, you know, we test, we did some quite a bit of research around would people appreciate an immunity product in a drink form? Mm-hmm. That was, that was, that was a big tick. And then there was a real craze around um, powders of collagen powders. And we said, well, you know, we could, we could do a, is inner beauty really important to people? And we were we were a bit curious around whether it would be during a pandemic, but mm. it, it seemed like it was because people. This is interesting. Uh, pe- people being locked at home couldn't couldn't deal with their their beauty needs. So that's right. So that's so right. self serve. So it was quite a hot hot topic at that stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we bit the bullet and cre- created those three products to start with because of those that overwhelming need and. Mm. And develop those, and since then we've just basically thought about what's a, what's going on in society, and thought about how we can deliver against the needs that that people have. And and yeah. what wonderful thing about our range, I guess, is that we when we get people into the brand, they become fans. They become super fans quite quickly. Because we have multiple bites of the cherry. So instead of choos- choosing a no ugly once a day. Um, for one particular need state, people's needs can change throughout the day. So so you've got. You know, you might need a, a focus in the morning to pick yourself up. You might go to the gym at lunchtime, so you drink a hydrate, um, or, or and you need it. You've got poor sleep, so you need a sleep sleep supplement. So they'll have a no ugly sleep, and mm. so we've got three cracks at it during, during the day, and that's working really well. So, so do you think that's where it's going? These sort of nutrient dense supports, you know, oh, do you yeah. think that's the future, a yeah. future of nutrition. That, yeah, I mean, we, yeah, what do you think? It's oh, it's massive. Yeah, look, we're, we're yeah. um. I'll give you some numbers. Uh, functional beverages Australasia grew about twelve and a half percent in the last twelve months. Mm. We grew one hundred and eleven percent in the last yeah. tw- last thirteen weeks versus the previous thirteen weeks the year before. Um, yeah, it's it's growing pretty quickly, and people are really into it. So you know, I'm, what about the cost? What about the cost structure? I mean, it's quite quite expensive. What is just to be you know. Buying three lots of different drinks over the day. Well, that's up to each individual. They can do that, or they can, don't have to yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, are they, I mean, what's the wall? I mean, I'm just thinking about com- compare it to a, share for these millennials or these. You know, I'm just thinking about. I mean, I suppose it, what's the comparative cost to a coffee? Or do you have a Do you have a four dollar coffee? I have one a day. Yep. That I would buy. Yep. I'd have one a day. Do you have a glass yep. of wine? Um. <laughs> I would buy. <laughs> I'm going on public record here. No, I would. I would. I would drink a glass of wine probably a day. Yeah, I'd like. I'd buy a bottle and have one out of my fridge. I wouldn't go to a bar or anything. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, you think about, uh, and that that glass of wine will impact your sleep negatively. Yeah. So these, yep. you think about it. You can have three, four dollar bottles of of No Ugly or a product like No Ugly. Um, yeah. And you just replace the more unhealthy things in your diet and yeah. you're in a net situation. It's not about adding to it. It's about thinking about what I can replace value. it with. Yeah, yeah, or just better value. I mean, I did try your sleep shot the other day. It tasted fantastic. 
Did it work? I don't know if I slept any better. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, not, I'm a crap sleeper, so I don't know. I haven't, I haven't yet really found anything apart from a Zopa clone that works. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> for, well, our sleep, sleep. Our sleep shots we can't keep up with. They are... Yeah, sleep's a massive deficit area in everybody's lives these days. So if you can crack sleep, you know it's it's a winner for sure. I can't tell you how how massive a topic sleep is here on the At Source podcast. It's huge. Um, yeah. Okay. So you think you know, and you're what you're saying is the growth in these nutrient dense supplements. It's definitely uh, the way of the future. Um, yeah, very interesting. So look, you know, as a brand, you're pretty plugged in, into the world your customers are living in. I can see that you're sort of really in it and you're very sort of engaged with it. Can you just sort of tell me a little bit about your swapper system? I had a look, it looked really flexible, really agile. I, I, I liked um, the way you made it easy for people to be able to sort of sub in and sub out. Um, it sort of had a little bit of a sustainability vibe about it too. Tell me about that. Sure. So the it's a it's a bit of a brand play from because it's really our our purpose is to wage a war and ugly in this case um, at at a, at a kind of a brand corporate level. Um, mm. We try and strip out all of the yucky processes in our supply chain. So and we're on a, yeah. on the march to be B Corp certified. But um, and my swapper crate is one one of those things that we like to do for customers that are re, that are super fans. Unfortunately, it's. Mm. It's about how's it going? It's going really well. Um, mm. it, how it works is you simply subscribe or, or put, put us on auto ship. You get a you don't get your drinks delivered in a in a in a carton. They're delivered in a in a little wooden crate, um, okay. and you put them. You get delivered them to your door or your business. We have a lot of businesses using Swapper Crate. Uh, we provide stands for businesses so they can put the empties into a stand and the, and the crates go in there. And, and once a week we come and replenish based on a standing order and then take the empties and that get yeah. put, puts into circulation. So, so the glass gets decontaminated and reused. Um, okay. And that's our, kind of our way of waging or an ugly waste. Um, what people don't yeah. realise in Auckland is that everything you put in your blue bin, 70% of it goes to landfill. It's very difficult mm. to separate everything but other parts in the country you've got at the at your door you've got different bins for different things whereas in Auckland we've just got one big bin and that really doesn't get that separated that well so we thought well there's a way of us adding some value to to kind of the, the waste situation um in Auckland it is only in Auckland at this stage we've we're operating it for about four years um it's people people who are super great um our customers just absolutely love it because they're usually into, you know, those people that are uh, that that you know buy three or four crates of drink drinks every fortnight, for example. You know, they might drink skin and sleep for you know over yeah. over over a two week period, twelve of each, and that would be through their family. Um, they become very reliant on it, and it becomes kind of that routine scheduled you know replenishment solution that that the that that not many other brands provide um it, yeah. it, pe- people are also that are into health and wellness so quite often into sustainability and and that's a way of them yeah. feeling like it's a conscious consumer sort of it yeah, is, it, yeah. It, it works across the board i was going to ask you do you do you think your product has an accumulative effect some of them like do, you know if you some, take it yeah like some, like, like some of them do effect. some of them do some some of them are um in, uh, more immediate and and more visceral i like to describe them so our focus drink is is has an immediate effect 
Um, sleep is more immediate for those that, that it works for. Um, works, it's going gangbusters, the sleep product. It's amazing. Mm. Um, that's the little shot one, right? That's about well, there's, that big. They're all, they all come in 250 mils and, and four yeah. of them are in shots. Okay. Yeah. I had the shot. Yeah. Is so, that effective immediately? It'll take about 30 minutes. Okay. I think I took it too early. I'll give it a go just before bed. <laughs> I think I took it at about 5.30 because it was sitting on the bench and it looked attractive. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's 30 minutes before. Your body is, has a circadian rhythm. Um, so you're producing serotonin during the day and, you, and you're naturally producing melatonin at night. When, once the, once mm. twilight hours kick over, your body starts to produce melatonin and that's what sends you to sleep. Um, so you, And you want to d- diminish your stimulation. That's why devices mm-hmm. aren't great. Uh, yeah. And the sh- sleep shot pumps you with naturally occurring melatonin and, and mag- ah. magnesium gluconate right at the right time. Okay. And that's, okay. that's, that's what will get you extra drowsy and put you into a deeper sleep. Yep. Okay. All right, I'm going to give it another go. I'll yeah. shall report back. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. So, so that, they're kind of immediate, but the, the one that's really amazingly accumulative that we've got incredible research and a patent on it actually is our No Ugly Skin product. It's got a trifecta mm. of ingredients, which is um, French marine collagen, um, uh, uh, what else? Sorry, vitamin, lots of vitamin C, uh, high-grade vitamin C, and it's also got enzoginol, which is a pine bark extract from, yes, from a company. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's a, that's a wonder Ta- ingredient. Um, Tell me about this. So, so, so where did you discover this pine bark extract? Is this your CSO? So deep in the lab in a white jacket. Yeah, look, we've got a, or, one of our shareholders, yeah. uh, our, our food scientist, Sarah Walter, she's, she's, She's yeah, she's a, a a whiz kid with food science. A whiz, yeah, yeah. Um, so she and you know she she sources all the ingredients and you know designs the drinks mm. that makes them makes them work. But um, there there have been clinical studies on enzoginol for lots of different reasons, um, lots lots of different uses. But but more importantly, uh, it's it synthesizes collagen in in, in people as they age. So mm. so you've got the collagen. That we put into your body replaces collagen because as, as we age, it, 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 we, we don't yeah, make enough. Diminishes. Yeah, and mm. we don't make enough. That's why we get wrinkly. Um, mm. And then, and then endogenous vitamin C synthesizes new collagen. So you've got that trifecta mm. of of ingredients. Now that when you say accumulative, if you drink one a day for four weeks, you'll literally notice your hair and your nails will be the things that start teeing off first, yeah. and then it's the, you know, the, your wrinkles and things started to, to, yeah. to, to improve. And, and we've had the the, response, the results we hear from, from customers are just phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, we get that too with, with bee pollen, the same sorts of reports. It's a superfood and it's an inside-out kind of goodness. Mm. So is it – but it's not a superfood, is it? It's not sort of considered to be. I mean, like a superfood. Well, I don't, just, know. I, don't, just, I, don't, I don't even know what the term superfood means, to be honest. Ah, um, yeah, that's just okay. So it's not, <laughs> but I need some homework for you. We'll, we'll revert back on that as well. Mm. Uh, so, so this pine bark. Where, where do you uh, find it? Where is it in New Zealand? Uh, pine bark is made by a company, or is produced by a company called Enzo Nutraceuticals in Pyro. Pyro, oh, Pyro, okay. in, in in the Thames Valley. Yeah, yeah. they've right. been there quite a long no time. And there's no shortage of that. It's just it just keeps replenishing. There's pine trees, pine bark extract. Yeah, you yeah, know, just keep, it just trees. keeps going yeah. and going. Yeah, no, that's, that's, they won't run out. No. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, very cool. So that's just in some of your products, not all of it. It's in hydrate um, and uh, no ugly skin. 
Oh, okay. Only two yeah, of them. I'll have a look two at that. Two of them, yeah. No Ugly Calm, really interesting. So you developed that uh, during the pandemic or just post-pandemic? Uh, just post-pandemic. Um, we could, you, you know, every, last year everybody was freaking out of here, but, you know. They're, Fizzing they're, out, they're, yeah, they're, Well, there, was, out, a, there yeah. was a lot of, there was a lot of anxiety yeah. around. Everybody yes. could, felt it. And and we had it front and centre in our family. Um, mm. one, one of my kids was mm. was asking some pretty yeah. big questions around what's it all worth or what's it all about mm. and why are we doing it? You know, I mean, that, if you got to think about it, our kids mm. stayed at home for two and a half years. Oh, you know, I know, I know. My kid just went to bed and didn't really get up. Yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty tough. I mean, that's that's some, mm. for for Scarlett. That was pretty formative years, you know, like there were important yes. development times. She's going through puberty at the same yes. time and yes. hormones are racing. And it's kind of like she's stuck at home doing nothing. So so, so we had, had a bit of a, a, a mental health crisis, to be fair, and we had to get some help. But, yeah. but it inspired yeah. us to investigate further around all the things that are important for mental health, you know, just mm. simple things like exercise and sunshine and yeah. and, and you know caught it all with your with your friends and and, and, mm. and having you know real life conversations not zoom conversations not yeah, phone conversations uh, um yeah, and the, yeah. and then and then nutrition is a part of that so we we thought well what mm. can we do to do our bit to help people and mm. um we so we developed no ugly calm and that's that's selling like hell, but it's also we're getting yeah. some phenomenal feedback on how it works for people. So that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did, did Scarlett? Did she have a good? How receptive was she to, to trying it and taking it every day? She. She. I mean, just I had, honestly, you I, know, I had. Well, I had to, we had to make it taste good, like taste really good. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. blueberry flavor. Um, and. And that that was a big part part of her taking it every day. She, if it tastes like rubbish, yeah. I mean, we can talk yeah. to her blue in the face on, you know, doing the things that are right. Yeah, nutrition, yeah. good nutrition. But if it tastes yeah. terrible, no yeah. one's going to drink it or eat it. So you know, no. you've got to make it taste good. That's the hard part. That's the really hard yes. part. So we, yeah. we you know we've got really active ingredients in that um, L-theanine ashwagandha root out of out of India. Um, Mm. Ginseng, um, ginkgo biloba, and yeah, and and chamomile actually are the active ingredients in the okay. ugly calm. Calming, yeah, very calming, and and it and it it takes the edge off. If you have a say, you're a coffee drinker in the morning, but you get the jitters. You have if you had a calm a couple an hour later, you would those jitters would go away pretty fast. You'd be really quite chilled mm. out. Mm. Yep, and it's going well. Like people are. Yeah. Taking it and good reports. Yeah. yeah, look, it's it's. I didn't know how well it would go. It was you know, it's always a risk when you got a functional beverage product. And you put it into every countdown store in New Zealand because you're going into some you know parts of New Zealand that possibly aren't your sweet spot, but it's selling. Yes. It's selling like crazy. So, yes, it, it's a, it's an issue that is pervasive amongst throughout society, and I yes. think that's the key. We, what what was the uptick like? Like when you posted that video, were you? Did people really resonate with that? <laughs> what me in the in the, my robe? Yeah, yeah, in the big man robe, <laughs> leaning in, looking right up your nose like that. Did how did that go? Yeah, that went pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I certainly woke up and thought, "Wow, I got to get in touch with you again." It's been been far too many years. Yeah, good but on that, you. But that that completely that completely resonated in my household. I suspect daughter's the same age and stage with the same symptoms, and <laughs> I needed to get out and buy some no ugly calm too. Yeah. So I actually thought, "Wow, 
that's that's powerful and I just thought good on you for sharing such an upfront honest story and then going out and you know creating a product and then giving back to I am hope yeah yeah that was that that, amazing that that worked really well I mean well it's just it just felt so good to be able to do that and yeah yeah and 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 so underfunded our mental health system and you're damn right about not being able to get help easily and uh, it, you know, unless you go private, there's really no way of getting these issues sorted. Yeah, we had to go private quickly because it was, it's, it's mm. you know, mental health is such a, it's treated like, oh, you can't see it, so therefore you can just wait and we'll figure it out later. But it's it's more severe than a cut on, on your leg, you know. Oh, totally. You, you, you know, yeah, you, you can, absolutely. You, people people can do some pretty drastic things if they, if it's not mm. sorted out quickly. Anyway, so we, we had to go private. But that, mm. we had also ran the public system for a, a few assessments that we couldn't get privately. And they've only, we've got Scarlett's second follow-up after a whole year with her follow-up yeah. on Thursday coming yeah. up. And like, yes. like, holy hell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even private, you have to wait a month for an appointment. I mean, even the private system smashed. It is now. Then, then, then that I guess we called it a bit early. It was, so it was just after our Christmas holiday last year and we moved pretty fast. We got her in within a week and a half. Um, oh, that's excellent. That, yeah. that was we're, very fortunate. We were lucky, but, but yeah. as, as people came out of lockdowns and people were freaking out and, and you know, doc, just not coping, those, the system mm. has just really been challenged for sure. Mm, mm. So are you working seven days a week? Oh, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say seven days a week. I would say I'm... I, I think about it all the time, and the, and and when you when you're yeah. thinking about, I guess there's always yeah. you, you're always a big part of what we do is because it's an innovation company. We're driven by creativity. You, you, you're always thinking about ideas to to drive the business I forward. Know, now yeah. those ideas That's can be right. just to improve your operation. It could be a new product. It could be a new ad campaign. It could be yeah. You know, um, you know the way we engage a, a particular audience. So for it's health professionals, you know, you never stop thinking about it. I know. So I'm always interested, you know, in how people, you know, who are running their own businesses will look after themselves because um, I'm in a similar position, obviously, with Nature Bay. You know, we export to two other countries. We service the New Zealand market, but we export to America and Australia. So we've got those challenges of, you know, nutting out different consumer behaviours in different countries different campaigns and, and comms channels and always it's, I call it always on. So how do you actually sort of tap out and, and do you tap out? How do you actually look after yourself? Um, and have you sort of found that always on taking a toll on your own health? Yeah, it had. It had I, manage had, it? I had to be honest, it, the last two years it had. Mm. I, I, unfortunately, I, all that CrossFit wasn't good for my hips, so I've had, I've had to have hip replacement oh. surgery. So um, oh. and, and, and I'm yeah. getting my second one next month. But But... I have really kind of been. I let myself get unhealth, a bit too unhealthy because of the, the stresses of work and also, mm. you know, the dynamics of. I guess it's a um, a funny, you know, the economy and the and the and the and the and the pressure of what's going on in life kind of kind of got away on me. So I've actually consciously got back more and back my, my old kind of regime, which is gymming every day. You know, come mm. hell or high water, I always just get to the gym, um, and that's starting to pay off. Particularly, particularly going, you know, I'm not getting any younger, so I'll, I've got to make sure that I'm exercising 
um, keep keeping healthy and fit. I'm going to have another hip surgery, and that takes a real toll on your body. Oh, that's major. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, so I want to go into that surgery not like I did for the last one, which was was wasn't that strong and healthy, and and I want to go and you know really strong and and feeling good about it, so my recovery's faster. And and what's this mm-hmm. that all that what, what because I've kind of focused a little bit more on my own health. I guess I've, we've been a, as as a family a bit more holistic about all our all our health and and mm. you know it, it kind of cascades. It's, I guess it starts at the top, doesn't it? You know, if you if the parent, it does, yeah. If the parents yeah, are healthy, yeah, it was interesting. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, Matt Galinsky, the chef that I was talking to a couple of weeks ago, was teaching his kids where food, you know, where food comes from. Yeah. Yeah, and I cool. sort of yeah. sort of sniggered a bit and said, "Yeah, my daughter just knows that you know her food comes out of a brown Uber Eats bag, and <laughs> she sort of hauls hauls herself out of bed, sort of begrudgingly climbs down a set of stairs, and the hand goes over the black gate, you know, gets the bag, and then go climbs back up to her bedroom. It's sort of like wow. So you actually take your kids outside and you show them how mangoes are growing and where where good food comes from, Matt, that's amazing, you know. That's so cool. And it sort of does start at the top and then he sort of plonks his kids, puts them on the kitchen bench and then they start sort of peeling, you know, and and preparing the food. And I thought, wow, that just sort of sounds so amazing to have the time in the day to be able to do that. (laughs) So that's sort of, of, uh, it's almost like fairy tale stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, look, I, I tell you what I've been doing is the goodness tra- of that is, is, tra- is training. My, my son's going for the first of Dean this year, and I've been training with him as well, making sure he trains and, and mm. getting stuck into that. And it's been quite it's been quite cathartic and rewarding, to be honest, yes. as to see your kids getting stuck into something. And um, I'm lucky I got sporty kids, so they they mm. they like giving things a go, which is which is, which is that's helpful. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, um, I've got a daughter that's going to. Um, Try for the first 11 soccer team. Um, but as I said to her, lungs are going to burn running from one end of the field to the other unless she actually gets out of bed. So uh, that will be that will be interesting. Uh, yeah, so I think, um, you know, I think that it's an interesting topic, but I think that business owners and CEOs um, who do sort of work in businesses and, and run businesses need to look after their mental and emotional health and I do talk to a lot of a lot of business owners who sort of struggle with the balance of that, you know, and just find that their own sort of mental health or their own physical or personal self gets a little bit lost in the, um, I guess, in the demand. The kind of it can be a seven day a week demand. If it's not just a physical demand, it's certainly a mental demand of just sort of the always on. So I just sort of thought um, I'd just ask you sort of how how you were sort of coping with it. Because it would be a shift, you know, working in somebody else's business and and driving somebody else's business like you have, you know, over the past sort of, well, certainly since I met you back in 2014, is quite different from sort of running your own enterprise, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. There's no no doubt there's always pressure too. Well, let's face it, we are a, we're a start, we've been a startup. I don't know how long you're allowed mm-hmm. to call yourself a startup, but, you know, when you're yeah. a startup mentality, um. It's, you, it's hustle, hustle. It's, you've hustle, hustle, massive hustle. hustle. You've got to do deals. Yeah. You've got to get things done. You've got to be always on it, and you can't. You have Urgent. not resources, resources to to, mm. to to just delegate anything, and and um, it becomes yeah, it can it becomes quite exhausting, um, infinitely rewarding when you when you win when you win at things. Mm. Um, you know, we we got late last year or 
middle of last year, actually, we got into 600 Woolworths stores in Australia, which was fantastic. Yes. That's huge. But That's the, great lift off for you guys. Great lift off, but yeah. it also then created another issue. Our, our piddly-ass New Zealand balance sheet couldn't handle that growth, so we had to, <laughs> you know, suddenly we're, we're looking at... Scale. I seem, seem to be looking at capital raising all the time. I'm looking at, you know, partnerships that can help us can if, be more efficient. I'm looking at, you know, this this it's such a multi-dimensional drain on on mm. on you know previously i used to just do communication so it's the pointy end of everything that's True. kind of the sexy bit of that makes yeah. everybody go wow that's cool but now okay. it's you know the, the, operational the, really yeah, hugely operational the, 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 your creative yeah. brain gets you know deployed into more areas of your business which and more facets, yes. facets of it which yes. which is still really rewarding but but it's when it's uncharted territory you haven't done yeah. it before you know we had to strap bootstrap you know, just the commercials on early on commercials on how to get a product to market. I mean, you know, let alone supply chain skills and logistics yeah. and all that stuff. You know, that, I know. You know, that's that's yeah. all. Are, are you manufacturing? That. Is everything done here, and then you sea freight over yeah. to Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Would you Would you look at manufacturing in Australia Absolute, for Australia? Absolutely. Look, we're in we're in six countries now. So we, if a country got teed off, I mean, New Zealand's a long way away from everywhere. Yep, we yeah, we would look at. Um, we would look at protecting our IP around our formula for everything and then taking mm. kind of a three-part mix to that yeah. market and then manufacturing yeah. in market. Yeah, that's, That would make sense, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That sounds good. That That's what we're looking at. But, you know, we've got to get a we've got to get Australia firing first before we get, get yes. to that point. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're, you're almost there. So what 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 is your sort of bigger vision, say, in an ideal world with the cap-raising you know, if you was successful in your cap raising and your plans ahead, do you sort of see No Ugly going global, being in the UK? Yeah, um, look, at, US. I, would, I think the UK is perfect for us. You've got to have a lot. The trouble is with big markets, you've got to have a big checkbook. You've got to have a lot of capital. Mm. Um, mm. You know, you, you've to, to get brand saliency in a market so it becomes self-sufficient and you've you kind of got the plane in the air, Um it takes the bigger the market, the more money it takes to get that saliency. So, you know, you grow your awareness, educate the consumer, right. get the taste going, get the trial going, all that sort of stuff. You know, um, and that, mm. you know, that's not you can't do it half cocked. So, so we've, mm. you know, we're we're in, we're in a situation now where we're going. We've kind of got two true work streams. We've got a capital raise work stream where we we still do it ourselves, um, uh, and and that's. It's harder to raise money at the moment, so that's kind of attractive. And then the other work stream is maybe we sell down to a bigger strategic trading partner. We sell control, but we we retain a little bit of equity, but we, and which is mostly the magic, and and we work with that trading partner to to grow it. Um, mm. But I'm I'm running two work streams on 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 the on getting that going because I, I just don't know mm. what the solution is going to be right now. You know, twelve months ago. Raising capital was a lot easier, and um, we—I think—we missed our window by a few, we- only a few weeks, to be honest. When the kind of economy start, the murmurings around the economy yeah. started to shift, tightening and, up. Yeah, and, yeah, and suddenly the the big investors, the financial institutions, the VCs of the world started going, "Oh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not going to take that risk." Because um, I think our current investment portfolio is going to crap itself, you know. So they, they, we get a lot of that feedback. Yeah. yeah. Um, are they? Are they? Are you investors Kiwis or are they offshore? Yeah, look, oh, offshore. we've only got one offshore investor um, from the states. Um, everybody else is look. We've done it off friends and family so far. 
to be honest. Oh, that's great. Yeah, a lot of really like trusted cohorts. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't we haven't got mm. this this next okay. round. This next round is going to be, you know, a, a, a proper strategic financial partner. If, if we go mm-hmm. if we go, um, capital, you know, a, an investment versus kind of sale. So we we'll see. Mm. We'll just have to see. Mm. Oh, that sounds um, really interesting. And I suppose you know. You're probably going to want to be able to assume some sort of creative control over the where the brand goes and the messaging and depends on depends on the part depends on the partner here and yeah I mean look we have punched above our weight because I guess we've been bold you know the brand has been Mm. very bold Um, I find it easy to write ads to the to no ugly everybody everybody that writes ads to it finds it finds it easy because it is quite direct and in your face and matter of fact. Um, which is quite fresh. That's right. Straight talking. Yeah. Straight talking. Yeah. Very, very straight talking, and it's and it's fresh for that category. You know, everything else is a bit mm. fluffy and worthy and kind of tree huggy. Mm. So, so you know, we can do we can do that, um, but we're not. We're, it'll be horses for courses. You know, we'll just see how it goes. Mm. Yeah, I think you've probably paved the way for other companies to kind of see that there, there's as you use that word worthy, that there is some worthiness in being able to, to do that, you know, for brands to be able to cut through and have that sort of straight talking, to be able to give that some good, clear, upfront messaging for consumers to be able to relate to, you know. I mean, you probably you could probably even go further with it, right? Oh, yeah. I can show you some of the latest work if you want to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can just imagine that you're you're probably almost at the front end of this. There's probably more... In the pipe, right? Oh yeah, I'll show you something. You know, you, we've got. Yeah. Um, so, so these, these we're going to employ a strategy that's all around uh, giving people permission to lead their life however they like, because no ugly's got you covered essentially. Um, mm. So we're going to have we're going to have ads like like this coming out shortly. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> out till three a.m. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no ugly. Yeah. Yes, please. You can do whatever you want. Um, yeah, less namaste, more namaste. Out till three a.m. No ugly detox. Yes, please. I'll show you this next one. Is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has developed a a a, a, scent, a, a scented candle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot more. There's a lot more we can get stuck into, and and mm. yeah, like it's a brand. It's that quite you, irreverent, isn't it? Oh, I'd yeah. say you're bordering irreverent here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, well, you've definitely pushed the boat out. I think that's a perfect, <laughs> a perfect place to pause right there. Though <laughs> you might get scared. And go, and go. You've matched. You've matched that robe video right there. Yeah. <laughs> a very cerebral place mm. to finish. Um, well, no, thanks. It's been great to chat. I knew that was going to be slightly entertaining today. Um, some really good insights, and uh, have really enjoyed our chat. And. It's been really interesting just to hear, um, obviously, the core and the centre of what you're doing, to hear what you're sort of bedding down and working on at the moment and where you want to be headed and all the best with next steps. And if you do cap raise, I'm going to watch with interest where you're headed. Cool. Uh, And, yeah, I guess, you know, all the best with the future and I hope that we stay in touch. Yeah, me too. Good luck with with everything. Thanks very much. Thanks for tuning in and joining our conversation and stay tuned for more episodes. Please rate, review and subscribe. Check out the show notes if you'd like to contact this episode's interviewee. At Source Podcast does not accept any liability for the results of any actions taken or not taken upon the basis of information in this podcast. 
or for any errors or omissions. Those acting upon information do so entirely at their own risk. We recommend that you seek professional assistance from certified doctors for your health and wellbeing issues.